What up, guys? Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. In today's podcast, I'm going to bring you the 10 rules of self-discipline, okay? So in order to become the best version of yourself, you can plan all you want, you can think about it all you want, but you must develop the discipline behind the plan, okay? So this is not going to be like a typical like discipline podcast where I'm going to be screaming in the headphones on telling you, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, 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 no. Um, what I did is I went back and took, went way back. I, if you can hear me on the podcast or if you're watching this podcast, you can hear a piece of paper or see a piece of paper. I went back and um, I, I took notes of my old notes from 2017 when I was inspiring to become someone that I am today. And um, I took down some notes that I took from books that I read and life lessons and things of that nature that I put on a piece of paper. And I made 10 rules of self-discipline for you specifically today in the podcast. So let's get to it. Before we do, if you have been listening to Be Great with Nate and you've been enjoying it, share it with a family member or a friend, give a rating, uh, leave a review if you can. That would be awesome so we can share this podcast with other people. And one more thing before we get started is if you're the summer's right around the corner. If you're struggling, if you're struggling with losing weight and getting in shape, if you're struggling with your energy and your digestion, I made a course that you get two for one. You get nutrition and you get the fat loss course together. It's Finally Lean. It's called Finally Lean. You can find it in the description below. I just got finished working out and I had to put, I had to create the discipline for myself to make sure that I, I carved out this time during this during today to make this podcast, okay? You got to create the discipline. Discipline is everything. All right, so let it, let's uh, go over rule number one that I have here, okay? So rule number one is keep cool when others get hot, okay? Do not respond to negative situations with negativity. Respond with positive outcomes, an outlook, a positive vibe, a positive perspective, okay? Um, so... Uh, uh, the discipline to be able to keep cool when everybody's mad in your business, in your household, in your ideas, in your relationships is very key. You stay grounded the whole time. And you, you, what people do is when they get upset, they lose discipline. That's one of the first times you see someone lose discipline is when they get upset, when they get money, or um, when you get uh, love involved, like a girlfriend or boyfriend involved, right? If you're dating a girl that's really pretty or a guy that's really handsome, and your friend comes around and they like your partner and they start acting different and they stab you in the back, start talking to them, that, that, that you can really see who your friends are when you bring your loved one around, when you have money or when someone's upset. And the fourth one is when someone's on drugs or under some type of uh, influence of drugs or alcohol. So let's, um, let's go over this. So keep cool when others get hot. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a perfect example of this. I was, I'm running a gym in New York back in 2000, two years ago. And one time, um, this one day, this, this person came upstairs and was really upset about something that literally I had nothing to do with. Um, and they got really upset at me that I didn't yell back at them, right? You, we all know that situation happens when people yell and you're not yelling back or you're not getting mad. They get more upset. So they do they say something more hurtful or they try to harm you. So this person was really upset, just going crazy. And the whole time they're upset, I I inside internally was hurt and was upset at the person. But what I immediately did is I stood quiet the whole time and allowed the person just to yell because the client, it, it was a client. And this person was, wasn't was specifically even my client, okay? 
they were associated with one of my clients. And they got really, 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 really upset with me and yelled at me and called me out of my name. And I stood there and I stood calm the whole time to the point where the person didn't even know what to say after they got everything off their chest. They looked really dumb and stupid after after that whole situation. And everybody was blown away on how professional I was by keeping my tone down and staying cool the whole time while somebody tried to disrespect me or not not try. They actually did disrespect me. So um, when you're at work or when you're starting your own business or when you have a business partner or when you're in a relationship, when someone is upset, when others around you are upset, when others around you have a bad day, when others around you are negative, learn on how to always keep cool and always attack a situation with a positive perspective. Because there's always two sides to it. You can go about it negative. No, it's three sides. You can go about it the same way they're going about it in a negative aspect. You can go about it by doing nothing, which is going to really hurt you. Or you can go about it by having that positive outlook and changing it with the positive perspective. Okay, number two. Remember, there's three sides to an argument. Um, it's your side. It's their side. And then it's the right side. Usually when people are debating, I came to at a point of my career, and when I'm coaching people, people have these belief systems that probably aren't that true, right? And they can be debatable, let's just say that. And when they argue with me with something, um, I learned on not allowing myself to dive into arguments or debates anymore. I stopped that probably like two years ago. I learned how to master that. People challenge me and my beliefs. If I sit here on this podcast, for an example, I made a video a couple weeks ago about how if you have inflammation in your intestines, the nerves from your intestines connect to your spine and connect to the core muscles, the muscle nearest to it. So if you influence um, inflammation in the organ, you're going to influence inflammation in the muscle nearest to it, which is going to be the core, okay? Um, there's This is scientifically proven, and not only is it scientifically proven, but I experienced this with clients for four years that I help people with this situation. And I made a video showing this, and I had somebody comment on my video and saying, I can't believe you guys believe this guy. You know, this is not inflammation. It's just fat that does that. And immediately, you know, um, I want to defend myself, right? Internally, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to destroy this guy right now um, as far as debating. And there's my side. There's his side. And then there's the right side. So I always try to look at it from his perspective. Like, why would he... Why would he ignore the whole video and nobody said it wasn't fat, you know, but that, that had nothing to do with the whole video. You know, I was talking about inflammation causing back pain. He's talking about fat. I was like, he, obviously he didn't watch the video. So when you learn on how to um, empathize with other people and then get their, why they have their belief systems and understand why they say what they say, you save yourself so much time arguing with people and you can't always think that you're always right. I got in debates my whole life with my brother, with my dad, my friends. I'm you're not always right. You know, people want to say who's the better basketball player, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. Right? I believe Michael Jordan's the best basketball player. I got a friend who believes LeBron's the best. Right? And then, you know, I got my side on why I think he's the best. He got his side on why he thinks LeBron's the best. And then there's the right side. And the right side is basically both of us not looking at that same perspective. And we're always going to be, that's what causes it the opposites, right, for us to argue. So I say that remember the three sides to an argument because if you're in any type of business or any type of partnership with anybody, relationships, 
same thing as like number one, you got to keep your cool. Number two, by keeping your cool, you got to remember that you're not always right in every argument, right? Uh, the other person, even they're arguing about the stupidest thing, and you're ninety-seven percent right. They're still, they still can be three percent right, and there's still a different side of the story that's not your side or their side. Okay, it's kind of wise and kind of deep. You may have to rewind it and really listen to that step, uh, but most of you should get it. Okay, number three, never give orders to others while angry. Okay, so this is huge. Um, you know, as being a team captain in high school and in college, um, I noticed anytime my, the person who was in charge of me gave me orders while they were angry, I kind of didn't want to do it for them or I did it out of fear. So both ways got me doing it unnaturally and both ways are going to affect you. Okay. So when you give orders to somebody and you do it angry, you got to understand you're not going to get positive energy out of that person. Nobody's going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to, if you're an owner, a boss, if you are you have a little brother, you're, you're telling what to do. Anytime you want somebody to cooperate with you, you want them to cooperate with you at the highest positive energy level that they can. You never want to intimidate somebody. You never want someone to feel down. You never want somebody... When you ask them to do something for you, even if they work for you, you don't want that. You want to have harmony of good energy with your people at all times because that's going to make the person not only want to do it for you, but it's going to allow their energy and mind not to be negative or in fear and allow their mind to be more creative, which can help you more in the long run. So I have a note with that. Uh, wait, till, wait till you get calm. Um, those that look up to you will feel unmotivated, intimidated, or hurt. Okay, so I right now have a food prep company and my food prep company, I have a partner. Her name is Leo. And um, one day I, I made a mistake and I forgot to order um, the packaging for the food for the food prep. And I was so upset. I was so upset. And I was in the kitchen and I was trying to get the, the business online to get me my order faster. And we, we didn't I had to figure out a different a plan B for that day of meal prep because our packaging didn't come and my partner saw me so upset that they were uh they were affected by that and that energy was put on them where they were intimidated to give me advice and the idea they went they were they feared to try to interact and she never saw me angry before and i'm never really angry around people but i was angry at this point and um i saw how much that affected her that day and not only did it affect her that day, but like a couple of days go by and she calls me and she's like, um, hey, I'm going to be going to supermarket and, you know, ordering from the farm for the food. Um, is it okay if I do this? And is, is this okay? And she's asking permission a lot more and it seems that she's moving more out of fear. She didn't do that before. The only reason why she did that is because I got angry in front of her. So I made a mistake. Okay. So that's a life. That's a lesson right there for those out there that needed an example for step number three or rule number three. Number new, I'm sorry. Wow, I got excited there. Uh, rule number four. Let me just sip on some tea. I got some tea over here. I'm just letting get cold. You can't do that. You can't let the tea get cold, guys. Oh, the tea is so good. All right, rule number four. Treat others as if they were, they were rich family members you were going to get money from, right? That you was going to... For an example, um, people might, this is sad, but this is your truth. My grandfather was a very successful, wealthy man when I was growing up. And anytime people got around 
my grandfather, they treated him with the the biggest respect in the world. Oh my God, they would do anything for him because they knew that he was very wealthy and very connected and very smart and really because he had money. And they treated him with the most respect in the world, right? And when they did that, sorry, my dog's got a really excited. Somebody just came in the house. Um, and when they did that, what happened was um, you see that they're willing to do anything for you, right? They're willing to do anything for you because they think that they're going to receive something back. And it's a motivation behind them. And this example that I'm trying to give you right now is a motivation for you to treat everybody around you as if you were going to receive something back, but make it subconscious, make it a part of who you are, right? And what I've learned is no matter who you come across, you learn something from somebody. So when someone actually gives you their time and someone actually gives you their attention, don't ever be fooled that someone's not smarter than you or just as smart as you. Everybody's really smart. Depends on if you have an open mind and you have the ability to treat them with the most respect to allow them to show that. Okay? So treat everybody. And there's, a, you know, there's another saying saying treat everybody as you want to be treated, but you can push a little more and you can get a little more if you treat everyone as if you were going to receive millions of dollars out of this person. Like they're a rich family member, like they're your rich uncle that's going to put you in their will, right? And um, I got that from this rule. I got it from Napoleon Hill. And um, the way I, um, you know, break that down is exactly how I broke it down. Just treat everybody with the, the most respect because information is everything. Money's cool. But information is everything. Money, I mean, information gives you the knowledge to be able to make money. Okay, number five. Um, you always look for a positive, uh, a positive seed in every bad negative situation. So every bad negative situation that comes your way, automatically develop the habit of switching that negative thought situation into a positive one. Always, always. You know, when that the meal prep thing happened to me and I forgot, I totally forgot about uh, ordering my package, I was so upset. But immediately I was like, this is a good life lesson. I, I, now when I order the meal, uh, the meal prep um, inventory, I'm going to order four or five of them, not just one at a time. So that it, I never had that problem again. So it was actually a positive outlook, right? It turned into be positive. And then we started to increase our meals one week where if I didn't order four or five, of, of of inventory uh, at once, I would have not been able to fulfill our orders. You see that? So when I had that positive outlook, like, oh, you know what? For now on, I'm just going to order more. I had that positive outlook. A couple weeks later, we get too many orders, right, for one um, box of inventory. But I had four or five because of last time. And I was able to fulfill those orders. So if any situation that happens, you lose your job, uh, you get out of a bad relationship. Um, you're feeling lonely. Um, you don't, you know, your friends don't talk to you anymore. You and your friendships are not getting along as they used to. Always look at the positive side of it, though. There's a reason why these things happen in the positive way, right? Because a negative way is a bad ROT. I like to call it um, ROT, returning your time. If you just think about it all day, negative, you're only going to bring yourself down more and you're not going to create anything. You're not going to build anything that's going to bring you more energy in life. But if you look at it from a positive situation at all times, it will bring you um, more ideas, 
better relationships and friendships in the future, better jobs. Okay, so always look for the positive seed in every negative situation, no matter what. If it's raining out and you got soaking wet, immediately replace it with a positive seed. You know, when that happens to me, I'm like, oh, I'm just so grateful that I'm able to walk and I'm not in a wheelchair. You know, like immediately anything that negative comes up in my life, I replace it with a positive. I'm talking about when I hit my toe on my wall, I mean, on my bed frame, going, you know, going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I turn to a positive. Like, it's subconsciously like that now. When you do it over and over again, it becomes subconscious. It becomes it automatically. All right, let's go to rule number six. Learn how to ask questions when you're in arguments, okay? Um, always learn how to ask questions. I told you that I get challenged a lot. No matter what you do in life, when you actually become an expert at something, when you're working your way to become an expert, somebody's going to challenge you. Somebody's going to disagree with you. And when you're passionate about something, you're going to want to argue back. You're going to want to uh, have a disagreement and prove your side. But one thing that would save you time is by asking a simple question when someone's arguing. Right? You just say, how do you know? Ask them that simple question. Real estate is stupid to invest in. Or uh, say if you want to get a new Jeep. Or new car, like because I just got a new Jeep, so I just mentioned that. But you want to get a new car, or you want to buy a house, or you want to have a kid, and someone's arguing with you all the time about something or disagreeing with you, just say, how do you know? And what they usually would do is tell you what they heard from somebody else or what they once read, but never what they experience. Wow. And when I started to notice that, I'm like, I was just about to argue with this person who was not even experience about this this topic. I'm about to be an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is so hard. It is so hard. How do you know? Um, you read about it all the time. Oh, okay. You get me? So each and every time you want to do something and somebody disagrees with you and they want to argue with you, just ask them, how do you know? And usually <laughs> you'll notice not only were you about to use so much energy towards a person and argue with them, you actually grow empathy and go, oh, you didn't even get to do it yourself because that one book stopped you or that one you know, letter you read stopped you or that one person that gave you advice stopped you. So always ask people, how do you know? You know, some people would, <laughs> some people would try to use all these scientific words with you and, you know, uh, they'll, try, they'll go above and beyond Googling things in front of you like, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. And then you notice how much energy they put into behind like defending themselves then you can kind of like, you know, have a perspective of like, wow, imagine if you took that energy and actually put it towards a goal, you know? But you have to have empathy, empathy for people. Not everybody's on that level that you're on. And when you, when not everybody's on that level you're on, that's another discipline. You have to have, you have to understand that not everybody's on the same consciousness as you. Not everybody's ready to grow, you know? Not everybody's calling their, I mean, answering their call to adventure. I'm telling you, this tea is good. All right, rule number seven. Don't ask or say anything that may hurt somebody. That is a big discipline, okay? So we can go back to the story where the lady was cursing me out. We can go back to growing up where my mom verbally abused me really bad um, and physically abused me. Um, we can go back to when I played Division One football on ESPN and I'm playing against the top athletes in the world and they're fans are being racist and calling you out your name uh the, the team that you're playing 
they they want to intimidate you and get in your head, so they call you all different names. Um, to being off the street of Jersey City and growing up with gangbangers around me, and them saying some things and calling you names, and women cheating on me, and you know me being hurt that I want to say something bad about them. I always grew the discipline of not, not I I did not say anything to hurt nobody, because what you do to or for someone else, you do to or for yourself. It always comes back. So when you, if you ever get an argument, the next argument you get into or the next disagreement you get into, and you can see a lot of this has to do with, these rules have to do with associating, associating yourself with other people. Because if you run a business or if you work or if you go to school, you're associated with other people. If you're selling a service or a product, you're associated with customers. So these are disciplines you must stand by because it makes you, not, it doesn't only make you the bigger person, but it keeps you grounded and it keeps you in a position where you have empathy for others. So you go up, you go to the next step of not judging them and more understanding them. And then you understand that no, nobody's perfect. And then you'll put yourself in a situation where people don't feel judged when they're around you. And that's when they feel the most comfortable. And that's who the people they want to be around, they want to work with. And then they want to grow after they figure out that you don't judge them. Hey, Nate, you know, I was wondering, you know, um, can you help me do this? Right? Um, you know, I got little cousins and stuff that asked me that. And at first, they thought I was crazy. And now they're asking for help. But if I go immediately and say, you thought I was crazy, right? Remember you used to say I was crazy? It's like, why even say that? You know, they know that I know, you know? So don't, don't, don't say anything about people that's not with you behind their back. Don't, don't say anything that may hurt somebody. Don't do anything that can hurt somebody. Don't. Even if someone tries to hurt you. When I got cheated on twice, I did not do anything to try to hurt these people. If I did, I would have told these stories with their names. Right, I don't, I, I, I don't call these women I used to associate myself with. I don't call their names out. I don't tell you everything that they did, because I don't want to hurt them. But they hurt you, yeah. But karma is gonna come back around. Life handles that. That's God's job. That's the universe job. That's not my job. All right, my job is to make these podcasts for you, baby. All right, number eight. Learn the difference between friendly. Um, okay, so learn the difference between friendly criticism and unfriendly criticism, okay? And then learn who to listen to. You'll find somebody, every time you do something, somebody got to criticize you for something. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. And then it came out to be one of the best things in the world. But then you'll learn someone who's, who criticizes you and they actually will always write when they criticize you. And what you need to know is you need to learn on how to make a difference between the two and then listen to those who are actually making, that are criticizing you that are actually um, correct because you can actually learn from them and build to be, become a better version of yourself before that. So my dad was my biggest critic in my life. My dad used to stop me when I, used, when I was a kid. I had an issue when I had speech issues. And you can hear it here and there on this podcast. Sometimes I talk too fast. And my tongue gets twisted. Like that. You know, it just gets twisted. And my dad used to stop me from like, when I was a child and made me repeat my sentences, made me, you know, pronounce certain words that I couldn't pronounce. And he thought it was very, so every time I got around him and I spoke, he was my biggest critic to the point I hated speaking around him. I tried to avoid it. And I made YouTube videos and then I made 
Facebook videos, and my dad was the first one to always correct me on my speech. He was the first one to always correct me on how I wrote my post, and he used to be the first one to message me and screenshot, you gotta, you spelled this wrong, or you said this wrong in a video. And it got annoying, and I used to want to ignore it. And then I manned up and realized that he was right. So what I started to do is I started to listen to his criticism, and it helped me. I barely even receive any messages with any criticism. If it's any criticism from my dad, it's off my new ideas, and he's not criticizing me in a bad way. It seems bad if I was self-defensive, but I'm not. That's why you can't play the victim mentality. A lot of people in 2021 is playing victim. Number nine, rule number nine. A good leader can take orders as good as he or she can give them. So are you telling people what they need to do and not doing them? Are you? These are called people that are not practitioners. Again, I don't mean to pick on social media at all, but this is another area where social media shines. Here's what I mean. There's a whole bunch of people telling you what you need to do, how to invest your money, how to work out, um, how to take care of kids or whatever the case may be, but um, they're not, they don't practice it. Okay. But when you're a leader, if you're a leader in a business, if you're a leader in your office or in your household or with your little brothers, whatever, little sisters, whatever, when you tell somebody to do something, you can do it as good as you told them you can do it, right? So when I tell, for example, uh, my girlfriend, if I, if I tell her, look, we need to, let's push a little more working out, I'm not going to tell her she needs to go work out and then I don't do it, you know? Or I'm not going to tell her we need to be better on our budget with financing and I'm not doing that myself. I'm able to take my own orders as good as I'm giving it to my to people around me, my brothers, my dad, whoever. So don't be someone who's giving orders and you don't even take you don't even go by your own orders, or you can't even do it as well as the people who are doing it for you. Okay. Rule number ten: make a decision and stick to it no matter what. This is the biggest one for me. The reason why is because a lot of people. Um, make decisions and then change their minds overnight, right? Or they start um, having fear kick in and they change their mind. and Or somebody somebody tells them that they should try something else and they listen. And that's one of the biggest mistakes you can do. The reason why is because when you can't make a decision, you can't stick to it. When you make a decision, you can't stick to it. Your word is everything. Your reputation is everything. I think reputation is the most important. The reputation and character are the most important things on earth. Reputation and character turn out to be credit, turns out to be cash flow, how your bank account looks, turns out to be how your relationships are. The character and reputation are everything. So when you make a decision, stick to it. Stick to it. If you said something, if you said yes to somebody, go through. Even if you feel like it or not. If you decide that you're going to wake up in the morning and go work out, do it. If you decide you're going to change your diet, do it. If you decide that you're going to give a shot with this one guy or one girl on a dating, do it. Don't make a decision and then switch up. Go through with it. Would it suck? Is it going to be perfect all the time? It turns out bad? Yes, these possibilities are all possible. They're all possible. But the thing that you're developing is the discipline after making the decision and saying, saying, saying you're going to do something and doing it. That's reputation and that's character. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at begreatwithnate at gmail.com, baby. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's begreatwithnate, but it's not with, it's W-I-T. So be great with Nate. Okay. Um, if you guys want to support this podcast, share it with the family or friend member. I keep saying that. See, that's when that's the that's the uh, speech delay or issues that I have. I keep saying 
family or friend member. It should be friend or family member or family member or friend. Share it with someone who you love. How about that? Let's keep it simple. You see, I'm showing my flaws as I'm doing this, guys. I, I, I have no, I'm not embarrassed because I'm not perfect. But I'm, I made a decision to work on it as much as I can. Yeah, see, one of the rules. Um, and if you haven't already, leave a rating um, and leave a review. I'm interested in to see what topics you guys like. As I go through the analytics, um, the top viewed uh, podcast subjects are the holistic lifestyle coaching, which I'm really excited about to share with you that I got uh, accepted to holistic lifestyle coaching level three. So I'll have so much more information to share with you guys in the next year. So I'll be starting that in June. Hope you guys have a great day. Peace.